Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision's opening episodes have played things very close to the vest, with exception of a few commercial breaks selling products designed to catch the attention of the MCU fans, a toaster from Stark Industries, a Strucker watch by Hydra, giving us nerds some bear scraps to try to figure this all out. Well, this is a special bonus episode of Inside Marvel. I'm Eric Voss, here with the man, the face, who graciously gave us these Marvel Easter eggs, credited only as commercial man, at least so far, Ithmar Enriquez. Thank you so much for joining us, Ithmar. Thanks for having me, Eric. This is exciting. It's fun. I'm excited that people are uh, excited about this. So... If you don't know Ithmar, uh, people who are watching, Ithmar is a very, very talented, hilarious actor and comedian who you, you might have seen him on, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Rest of Development. Uh, some of us from the New Rockstars team, me, Tommy, Zach, actually know him from our L.A. comedy theaters, I.O. West, Second City. Ithmar was on a sort of house team with me and Tommy that was called Wheelhouse. That was uh, for a quick minute. I feel like half of Hollywood ended up on that team. We had a lot of rotating <laughs> cast members. I'm offended. I'm offended you call it a sort of house team. I think we were a house team. I don't know. We we were a sort of house team. Well, here's the deal. Right when the theater shut down, like a few days before, we got a signal that our team was about to get cut. Um, and it never ended up happening. We, we survived the theater in a weird way. So our existence is like still a weirdly nebulous and undefined. But if you happen to live in the LA area or if Ithmar happens to be performing in your town post pandemic, if you get a chance to see this guy perform live, you got to do it. I like make me laugh every time I was in a scene with you or just watching you from a show. So it's so cool to see you now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. Um, I was excited to be a part of it, but had no idea. I mean, I had somewhat of an idea of the impact the show was going to make. But so far, what it's done is just it's been uh, overwhelming in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, so, like, obviously, you are sworn to secrecy for anything coming in future episodes. We're only going to talk about the first two episodes uh, that have aired so far. But, like, rewinding the clock to when you first got the call to do this, did you know what exactly it was for? Did you know anything about the WandaVision premise or concept at that point? Uh, no. So what happened was September of 2019, I mm. got an audition for an untitled Marvel project. <laughs> and they told me, they said, we don't know anything. Just know that even the script you're getting is not the real script. They just want to <laughs> see if you could do this type of role. So I went in and I auditioned for it. And it, you know, it, it felt fun. It, there was so much, so much mystery around it. And then I heard mm -hmm. nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And then now we cut to, I think, August of 2020. So almost a year later. And my reps call me and say, do you remember that Untitled Marvel project you auditioned for? And I was like, yeah. They said, well, you didn't get that. And I was like, okay. And to this day, I still don't know what that project was or is. Whoa. I really have no idea. <laughs> and they're like, but there's, there's this other thing. And I was like, cool. They're like, it's for Marvel. I'm like, great. They're like, it's a, it's a TV show. Great. And then they're like, and that's all we know. Do you want it? <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's Marvel. Obviously, that's very exciting. I have no idea what I'm doing. And they're like, well, once you say yes, then they can call you and give you more information. Uh -huh. So I said yes. Uh, the casting person called me and filled me in. Still very little details. They were just uh -huh. like, it's. it takes place like in a TV world and you'll be doing this. And that's all I can really tell you. Uh, and I was like, yeah. So then um, so then we shot it. Even, even in the middle of shooting, 
I, there was still so much information kept uh-huh. from us that we, that it was just like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, and also the script, we only got what we were shooting. So we didn't oh, get sure, yeah. anything surrounding <laughs> uh-huh. the commercials or anything. So thankfully, Matt Shackman, who directed uh, the episodes, such an amazing, kind, enthusiastic guy. Mm-hmm. He's juggling all these plates. They're shooting scenes out of order, different mm. episodes all at once. And I mean, he just kept his cool the entire time. And um, he made it such a lovely environment to work in. It's so funny to hear you describe this. Like we've heard stories from Brie Larson when she was cast in the MCU, where she was just told to show up on some soundstage <laughs> with green walls. And they're like, react to this piece of tape. And she's like, who am I reacting to? And they're like, we can't tell you. She's like, what movie is this for? And they're like, we don't know. So I love getting this inside perspective of this. Uh, did, were you able to kind of surmise from uh, from the scene, from the context of just your lines, from the stage direction, what was going on? We didn't really know. We just knew that these were commercials that were within the show, within the show, within okay. the show, within the show. <laughs> it's kind of Inception-like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's all we really knew. And I I hope your, uh, your fans don't get upset about this, but my knowledge of Marvel up to that point was... Okay, it wasn't like I hadn't seen. Sorry, everybody, but I hadn't seen every Avengers movie yet, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I probably knew as much as any sort of casual viewer. So I kind uh-huh. of got the hints of like, um, like the Stark and the Strucker. I was like, okay, I think this this I know this ties into that universe. So that's kind of cool. But again, mm-hmm. that's all we knew. We didn't know anything else yeah. as far as like how it was going to play into the actual story. Uh-huh. I thought that maybe it was just like a little tip of the hat to like hey, these are some funny commercials and they just so happened to be tied to things we've done before, but didn't realize uh-huh. that it was actually specific to the Wanda story. Yeah, and uh, for all we know, that might be all they are, but you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've seen our videos now, how crazy we're going about this, looking for clues. And uh, I, you know, Ithamar, that's probably for the best. Like I'm sure in terms of your performance, you are just a commercial you know, announcer, an infomercial guy who's just like selling the product. He's not trying to wink, you know, to be like, this is a historical reference or anything like that. Well, it's also fun as a a viewer because now I can watch it, first of all, because I'm in it, but then also like, oh, so that's what this is happening. So it's also, I'm watching the episodes as if someone who's never seen the show either because I literally haven't and I don't know what the shows are about. (laughs) So this has been, it's been really fun for me to be like, oh, that's cool. This is a cool show. I love that uh, to see just like, oh, that's how I'm fitting into this. And like, and I got to say, like, for a lot of viewers, it's all on Ithmar. It's like, this guy has all the secrets because for the rest of the episode, (laughs) it's, you know, there's not a lot of Marvel call outs for the first two episodes. um, But like right in that commercial, there's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We just got a bunch of Iron Man stuff there. Yeah. (laughs) I want to ask you, uh, while you're shooting uh, this like this toaster commercial from episode one, you know, there's this moment where it goes in close and then the red light begins to beep and faster and faster. And and you and the other host kind of just like stall. Was that stalling something you had to do? Did you have to like awkwardly just kind of stand there and react at all? Or what was it like for you? Again, the director didn't really give too much information. I think for us, it felt more like, hey, we got to just get this coverage. So just sort of uh-huh. like stand stand there a bit and just sort of smile at the thing. And they're like, 
And maybe we might have some voiceover over it. We might. Uh And again, because Marvel is such a trusted brand, as actors, we're like, yeah, okay, whatever you want. (laughs) We'll, we'll, We'll do that. No questions asked. Sure. The the leading theory right now is that that beeping toaster is like connected to there's a scene in Age of Ultron where Wanda and her brother talk about this Stark bomb that landed in their home and then it just never detonated, but it traumatized them as they were waiting for it to explode or not explode. Obviously, you're not sure where this is going, but as like a fan watching this, do you feel like there's anything to that? Could we be barking up the wrong tree? Um, I don't know if I can answer that without giving too much away. So, oh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to, I'll plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and another one that I just have to ask you, because this is something that like on our Discord, on my Twitter fans are like, this, 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 this. There's like a clock on the wall behind you with like a missing six. And a lot of, you know, there's this theory brewing that like the number six is very important, that the hexagons all over everything, that like the toaster, <laughs> that's the, the one that breaks. If you flip that upside down, it's six, 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 and it could all be connected to the <laughs> devil. Did you see any of this stuff while you were on set that day? Did any of this stand out to you? I mean, I saw a clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I saw a clock. So um, uh, to answer your question, yes, there was a clock behind me. Yeah, okay. And that's, that's as much as I could tell you. <laughs> and again, you know, weeks from now, we we'll, we'll, might just look back on this and be like, yeah, it was just a clock. It was just a clock. <laughs> I love it. This is, it's yeah. so much fun, though. It's great. Uh, and, you know, I had to ask you about that upside down logo, which is probably just the logo of the toaster. But from your vantage point looking down, it might have looked like a 666. But uh, our, our editor, John, was like, my mom has that toaster. And I'm like, well, your mom's the devil. <laughs> I was I, I was more distracted by uh, the crew guy under the shelf who had to physically push the bread up from under oh. the toaster. I was more uh, interested in that and how they and how they browned the, the toast more than anything else on set. Oh, how did they brown the toast? Did he have like a to- did he have to swap it out? Yeah, they just kind of like burnt the toast and then put that one in and then yeah, then they yeah. would switch the toast out. But yeah, it, it was it was really no other secret to it than that, which I thought was just brilliant because I was like. All this time that we think there's all this movie magic, it's like, no, just bring in the burnt toast. <laughs> like, all right. So there's a there's a guy in the back just constantly burning two pieces of toast at all times to have ready for the hey. shoot. Well, there you go. We just got a huge Easter egg right there. You thought this was just a simple thing with an actor walking on, talking about toast, when really there's this man in the shadows who's pulling all the strings. Uh, has there ever been an e- has there ever been an Easter egg that was an Easter egg? Like has anyone ever commented on that? Like in movies, like it's like, this is an Easter egg, but it's also an Easter egg. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's rare because um, they're doing fewer and fewer commentaries now. And like when, uh, you know, sometimes the more obvious stuff, like if it's a cameo, if it's like a, a crew or cast that they'll kind of talk about that in the commentary and it'll be like, aha, I knew that person looked familiar. Uh, or if it's just like, you know, um, something on a newspaper or something on a TV screen in the background. But if it's something like an homage or something that's like foreshadowing, it's sometimes the filmmaker will never acknowledge it unless it's something like uh, Knives Out. Ryan Johnson filled that movie with so many little clues because the whole thing was like a mystery, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's hard. I mean, we've had on New York Stars try to do this education with our viewers to be like, not everything is an Easter egg. We're just pointing out cool details <laughs> that sometimes connect this stuff. Or just like, you can tell the way they frame this shot that they were hiding something here. 
that doesn't necessarily make it an Easter egg. It's just something that yeah. shows you that craft was put into this and you should appreciate that. Yeah. I want to ask you about the Strucker watch. Uh, you didn't. It didn't sound like you had any lines. It was just all voiceover here. Uh, did they read that voiceover to you on set? Or was it just like, just stand there, smile, <laughs> look in the mirror? I definitely read the voiceover in the script okay. uh, as voiceover. But then once we were shooting, Matt just kind of talked us through the action. Yeah, uh, that one is fun. Uh, but you could see on the watch, it has like a, a... Did you look at that and be like, hmm, how does this connect to, uh, <laughs> to the Marvel world? Yeah. Uh, when I looked at it, the only thing that um, stood out was just struck. I was like, "Oh yeah, I think that I think that's that's one of the." I'm like, "I think that's one of the bad guys." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, and then that's all I really knew. Did they quickly yeah. take it away from you when you were done shooting? They're like, "Stop looking at it, Ithmar." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they probably used a lot of sleight of hand. Like they didn't do it directly, yeah. but they're probably they have it all. They're like, let's not get the actors too much information either. So uh -huh. yeah, it's like, oh look at look at this shiny thing, huh? And before you know it, my watch is gone. <laughs> they get they should have hired <laughs> they should have hired actual like sleight of hand. Oh yeah, like a uh, mugger or something to like yeah. not mugger but like a burglar to like yeah. Uh, Steal stuff without me noticing. Yeah, uh, artful dodger to come in and steal your Hydra watch. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. like toast guy is like here, here toast, 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 toast. <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> exactly. And uh, um, so you said you knew around um, uh, August of this past year that it was going to be for a like um, this Marvel TV show. Since then. You, you know, you're, you're following me and Tommy on social media. Have you see it, seen us talk about WandaVision just like shaking her head, being like, these guys have no idea what they're getting into? <laughs> uh, it's just, it, for me, it's very fun. I mean, I've I've never really been part of something. I shouldn't say that. The closest I was, um, I did a couple episodes of a series of unfortunate events. Mm -hmm. And that also has a pretty big, like, uh, oh, fan yeah, base yeah. that are very sort of... Um, diehard Lemony Snicket fans. Uh -huh. So that was that was kind of fun when that came out. It was a little bit of like the what does that mean? And right. um you know, we know he's playing this character and and then but they had the actual books to go back to to be like, well that character never comes back or that character is tied to this that. Uh but nothing compared to this. This is like <laughs> I I'm having such a good time reading yeah. all the speculations and just <laughs> just being like, oh, and just and and, and sometimes being like uh okay oh th that person that person's kind of close and then and then sometimes be like that person is not even close at all like that person <laughs> is really hoping for something that is never going to happen <laughs> yeah i mean it, we've never had this with uh, i mean there have been marvel tv shows there's been like agents of shield agent carter there's been the runaways but like true mcu with avengers actors in it we've never had like week to week speculation theorizing it's been like we get a movie another one's coming out later this year and there's a post credit scene and a trailer to look at but like this is insane it's almost scary how like intense it is well and also just just the actual the style of the show is so yeah. mysterious that <laughs> yeah. it's it's keeping everyone on their on their uh, edge of their seats, which is so fun. I love yeah. it. Now, feel free to plead the fifth again on this one, but can we expect to see you in future episodes, or should we just be happy with what we have so far? Um, yeah, I'll plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> fair enough. Again, fair enough. Because, look, I mean, to have a, a friend who's in the MCU right now, it's like, I don't want to, <laughs> to threaten that or to jeopardize that at all. So uh, right. just... 
congratulations to you, Ithmar. This is so exciting Thanks. to see you as part of this. And you're so great in it as well. I'm not just trying to flatter you. Thanks. Like the fact that you're just playing this part so well and it just fits in the world of this show so interestingly. And it's it's just really cool to see. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And, um, you know, when, when it's all said and done and, uh, and we find out that... Um, it was only those two or whatever else we could talk again. Uh, but uh, for now, thank you so much for uh, for having me. This was really fun. Yeah, uh, likewise. Uh, so again, be sure to follow Ithmar uh, on all of his endeavors um, and uh, tweet at him nice things because it's always nice to get some <laughs> nice attention. Uh, and uh, as I was telling Ithmar before we started rolling, New Rockstars were kind of an indie operation. We don't really get invited to red carpets and stuff like that. So it was a true rare honor to be able to pick your brain about the show and just nerd out uh, about it with you. Uh, congrats. Excellent work, dude. Uh, and it's such a wonderful show. You're such a great part of it. And uh, thank you for joining us uh, for this bonus episode of Inside Marvel. Um, is there anything that uh, else that you'd like to plug or uh, anything you'd like to shout out? Uh, no, I think I'm good at this point. I, I, I'm afraid that anything I say <laughs> will, will make people think that I'm dropping <laughs> clues, even if I just say goodbye. He said goodbye. What, what does that mean? Hmm, he said goodbye. Finality. The okay, way he right. said it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna be quiet. Way of I'm just gonna goodbye. be quiet now. I'm just gonna not say anything for three months. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, um, if uh, just a shout out to our fans, I'm wearing our exclusive shirt from our latest obsession line, an unusual couple. It's got hidden Easter eggs revealed via augmented reality. It's a crazy shirt. You can get it at our merch store, NewRockstarsMerch.com. Uh, if you do get this, you can write in a custom shout out that we'll feature on screen in our Friday episodes of Inside Marvel. Follow Ithmar on Twitter at Ithmar Enriquez. Follow me at EA Voss. Uh, follow New Rockstars. Subscribe to New Rockstars on YouTube. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Ithmar, thanks again. And uh, we'll see you in the future.